Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Football Coaches Association Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Win on three. One, two, three. Here are your hosts. Past WFCA president and head coach at Milwaukee Vincent, Tom Swiddle, and the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. We're the boys of Welcome to the Majerus Family Foundation WFCA show, presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I don't know if that's breaking news or not, Coach Swiddle, but we put it in the open, pal. Congratulations. Mike, I appreciate that. Yeah, head coach at Milwaukee, Vincent. We're going to get to that in a minute. I just got to uh, I had to tell a quick story. Two years ago today, my mom passed. And uh, oh. she loved she loved high school sports and loved this high school sports show. And, Tom, I, I, I just, I've told this story, but we had, uh, we had Coach Cerrone on. And uh, Pat Cerrone, UW Oshkosh, and we have him on, and my phone starts blowing up. And it was during this show, and you were, I think you were even studio at the time, and and, um, my my mom's calling, and I know she knows I'm on the air, and she calls again, and then she called again, so I said, hey, can we get to a quick break? Coach, can we hold you over? And I went outside, and I called, I said, are you okay? She said, yeah, I'm fine. I, I wouldn't play for this guy. He's too cocky. And I go, what? She goes, he's too cocky, and I wouldn't play for him. And I said, my, he's not trying to, you know, recruit an 85-year-old woman with a bad knee. She said, I have eligibility left, and you go back on the air and you tell him what I said. I said, you got it. You got to listen to your mom. So I come on, come back, and I go, hey, coach, I, I took a qu- quick break because my mom was calling, and and I had to find out what to, if she was okay, and she just wanted me to let you know she wouldn't play for you because uh, you're too cocky. And he said, in in typical Coach Cerrone, he goes, what's your mom's name? I said, Joan. He said, Joan, when you win as much as I do, you get to be a little cocky. Well, my phone, she was like, I would really never play for him now. So, hey, Coach. uh, Like most things, Mike, your mom was was right on with that one. Yes, she was. (laughs) Yes, she was. Hey, Coach, uh, before we get into today's show, I got to say congratulations. Uh, Taking over as the head coach at Milwaukee Vince. And can we talk a little bit about kind of the process and the mindset uh, that you had with, with this, uh, this job? Sure. You know, uh, it kind of came out of nowhere and I've had uh, opportunities over the last couple of years. I've had um, conversations with, uh, um, I'll just say a few schools um, and, you know, nothing felt right. And, you know, i was so happy at at, uh, at Arrowhead. Arrowhead is just a, a wonderful place to be, and um, certainly have enjoyed my time there. Um, but the the thing that separated Vincent from some of the other schools that reached out to me um, was the fact that their administration is so into athletics at the moment. They've got uh, some new guys there, and um, the principal Ramon Evans is a former All Conference running back at Vincent. Um, really wants to be good in football. Uh, 
told me that, you know, they'll support me 100%, whatever I need. Now, we all know what that means, right? It doesn't mean everything you, you want or need, but, you know, they're going to work very hard to do the things that you need to do um, to, to be able to win football games. And um, somebody who you know very well, Marcus Hines, who um, is an associate principal there, and he's sort of the acting athletic director at the moment. Um, and I, I know Marcus from my time at Dominican back in the early to mid-'80s. He was a student there, a great basketball player, fantastic career playing, played at GB with Tony Bennett, you know, and just got inducted into the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Hall of Fame with yourself, and you guys coached together at Martin Luther. Yep. Um, so Marcus, you know, also – uh, reached out to me, and I had just long conversations with both the principal and, and the athletic director. Uh, I came to the school a couple times, and I visited and um, met a lot of people there, and uh, it just felt right. You know, they have a brand-new, beautiful stadium on campus. It is it is state-of-the-art. In fact, the principal told me a couple weeks ago that they're – Right now, there's only one set of bleachers on one side, but they're going to be building another set on the other side. Um, I mean, they're, they're looking to do improvements like that. Um, they got a field house. I mean, it's just it's the newest building of you know the high schools in in Milwaukee, and uh, you know so it's just something there just clicked for me. And what really sold me besides the the um, administration who made it very clear they want to be good in football and all athletics. I mean, they want to be good in, in all athletics there. Um, it was the fact that the, the, I, I interacted with so many people and everybody there was so nice and accepting and, and were just sort of happy to see me. So, Mike, it just felt right. Good for you. Well, you know, we, we had this uh, conversation and, and you have nothing but love for, for Arrowhead and we, you and I have talked before. I feel like I, I w- was a better was was better fit to be a, a good assistant coach, and and you said, Mike, I think I'm I'm better fit to be a head coach, and I love what the people at Arrowhead are doing. I I think the families out there and the kids and the staff is great. I I just feel like I'm 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 a better fit to be the head coach, and this thing. You know, this thing is a great fit, I think, for me, and we'll find out. I'll tell you this. I, I, I basically begged Tom Swiddle. And, look, I haven't begged Tom Swiddle for a lot of things, but I said, Coach, can we please talk to some of your staff that's going to come with you to Milwaukee Vincent because I'm such a big fan of these guys. And Tom was like, well, we have other things that we I want to kind of get done this week on the show. And I said, I understand that. But can we just talk to these guys? Because when you talk to John Lehman, I, if there's a first of all, if there's a smarter guy out there, I, I haven't met him yet, and he's as good as there is as far as you know to be an offensive coordinator at Milwaukee, Vincent, to get him to come back and, and look, he's on a beach somewhere, I think, um, to get him to come back, man. You had to say some really good things, and just yeah. you know, the, the, so thank you for allowing me to do this, Tom. And I know it wasn't your first choice. And but me begging you, I think, kind of worked out. So thank you for that. And then at eleven eleven fifteen to talk to Pat Wagner. Patrick is. I, I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Head football coach at Milwaukee Vincent and the high school. Um, he he was given the positive influence of coaching award uh, last night. And I think what a great guy to have on today. Well, Patrick is is city football. He's. You know, and when we get to that segment, we certainly will say more, but nothing happens in the city of Milwaukee regarding football, be it from high school down to the youth level, and it, that it doesn't run through Patrick Wagner. Yep, I agree. Hey, tell me um, tell me how yesterday went at the clinic Thursday and, and yesterday. You know, when you're looking at guest speakers, look, if I would, would have been available yesterday at 1050, I would have came and just heckled Jed Kennedy. I would have just oh been in the God. back, you know, just giving him smack. Yeah. Jed was – I was not – unfortunately, I had a meeting that I, I had to attend during Jed's presentation, but I heard it was outstanding. Um, entertaining, as always. Um, I've spent some real quality time with Jed over the last couple of days, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have him on in the future, and we're going to talk Alabama football, Mike. 
very, very interesting how things operate down there. But Jed was outstanding. Mike, it's been a great clinic. I, I we're, we're back to where we were pre-COVID. You know, it, it's been packed. Outstanding. I mean, simply outstanding speakers from Matt Campbell at Iowa State, Paul Christ, of course. You know, when you have the defense or the uh, the reigning uh, uh, FCS champion, North Dakota State coach here, and the Division II Ferris State, who won the national championship Division II here, um, along with all the high school coaches that presented. Uh, and the rooms were packed, Mike. Like I said, it's it's pre-COVID. We, we probably have, I don't have the numbers at the moment, but, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't doubt that we approached 3,000 coaches here. Every room was packed. The bash on Thursday night, when the Badger coaches were doing their chalk talks around that big room, and and it was so loud in there, you couldn't even hear Dan Brunner over the announcements that he was making. It was so loud. So everybody seems to have had a great time. It's winding down right now. There's nothing going on here at the Marriott presently. Everybody's at the Badger practice this morning. So um, it's, it's very quiet right now, but it has not been. It's the first time it's been quiet since Thursday. Well, and then the Hall of Fame reception tonight starts at 4.30 and the banquet at 5.30. You know, I was looking at at, at speakers uh, throughout yesterday, and, I, you know, each hour I went to, I thought, okay, that's where I would have gone. That's where I would have gone. But from 2.50 to 4 o'clock, for me to have to pick from Pat Rice or Steve Jones – or Derek yeah, yeah. Leonard or Sean Dunk. I don't know. I don't know. I would have tried to jump from one to the other. Um, you know, Steve Jones. Now to say former Kimberly coach. Um, I, I I would like. I haven't talked to him since he he retired or stepped down. I don't know which one it is. Is, is he going to continue to coach? Do you think, or will he take some time? My understanding is he's not going to continue to coach, and I, this is not official. I have myself; I haven't talked to Steve, but my understanding he's starting some kind of leadership institute at Saint Norbert College. That's wow. what I was told. Um, at some point, um, I don't know that um, he wouldn't get back into coaching. Um, you know, when you're of his caliber of coach, and and he certainly has had all kinds of opportunities, I'm sure, since he's retired to get back into coaching. But my understanding is he's going to step back do this leadership thing of which he's been doing for years and he's outstanding at it. Um, but I, again, I, I don't doubt that he wouldn't get back into coaching at some time. Hey, hey, Tom, can I ask you, we used to laugh um, and kid around with Joe Cook a little bit when, when yeah. he, when he would, um, you know, he, he would be out of coaching a little bit or, or something would happen. And then all of a sudden he would take, I think he took the pious job and it's like he put the bat light out, you know, in Batman, when he puts the light out and all of yeah. his, all of his guys came back. Okay. We're leaving wherever we are. We are gone from him for a year, but now we're back. And I'm wondering when you took that Vincent job, did, did you just put the bat light out and, and then, you know, Duke came and Don came and John came? Do you know what I'm saying? Was it yeah. was it good to call those guys and say, hey, welcome back. Let's get after it again? Well, um, you know, the way I operate is I, I would try to get my staff in place before I would even accept the job. You know, it was kind of a funny situation at Vincent because they offered me the job and it hadn't even posted yet. You know, the job's yours. You know, so then – when I thought about it, and, and by the way, uh, you know, Ingrid is 100% behind this move. Um, you know, I, I reached out to some guys. And so I reached out to the guys, you know, like Joe has. I've got guys that I kind of, yep. you know, rely on too. And, and uh, you know, like I said, you got I got John Lehman out of retirement. I got Mark Johannes, who's the finest offensive line coach I've ever worked up. You know, I think I'm a pretty good offensive line coach. I'm not coaching offensive line. Mark Johannes is, you know. <laughs> Smart boy. He's that good, yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I reached out to three um, city conference guys um, who all have worked together for years and every place they've been, King, um, Marshall, uh, Riverside, these guys have coached all over the place. Every place they've been, they've been a part of success in the city. And, you know, once I got that core group of guys that I knew were on board and were really excited about the opportunity, uh, that's 
helped me make my decision. So I don't know I'd call it the bat light, but I did do my homework and had guys in place ready to go when I said yes. Well, I, the first the first thing was to make sure Ingram was, was okay. You know? <laughs> Ingram because, was on board. Yeah, okay, because <laughs> as I have, we put our way through some – so, you know some roller coasters of stuff, and and uh, uh, you know what? When she when when she's in, she's fully in, and I think that that's yeah. really important. Hey, let's get well, to it. Go ahead. She knows this quickly. You know, I, I'm at you know I, I'm at the end of my career. I'm certainly not at the start, and you know it, I just have this feeling, Mike. You know that also factored into the decision. I want to give back to football. You know, I want to give back to the game that has been super for me. And I, I want to work with, with kids and give them the same opportunity that the kids at Arrowhead have or the kids at, at Brookfield East or wherever. You know, I want to institute a, a, an actual program, a football program, and run it like you would and not worry about that you're in the city. And, and I just I, there's a group of kids out there that I can't wait to begin working with. Well, and, and we'll get to a break, but I can tell you this, Tom. Um, we ha- we you and I have had these conversations a lot over the years, and I think the lessons that were learned, um, you know, when you when you coached last time in the city, were so prevalent that like the lessons and the questions that you had for the people at Vincent were, you know, right spot on. Like, okay, here's the issues I had there. What are we going to do with that here? And the the answers were no no we're we're good we're different we're we're gonna be okay we're gonna have your back you're gonna actually be able to turn the lights on if you need to and you might even have a key which is awesome <laughs> hey let's get to yeah. a break other side of the break I'm really excited to have this conversation with John Lehman, uh, WFCA Hall of Fame member offensive coordinator at Milwaukee Vincent we'll talk to him on the other side of the break this is the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local picket safe stores only on 1250 AM the fan welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show Presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM. The fan I, Mike McGivern, my co-host, is Tom Swiddle, past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member, and head coach at Milwaukee Vincent. We are now joined by, I'll tell you what, I, I'm a fan of John Lamons. He's just a really nice man, and he's an awfully good football man as well. Offensive coordinator at Milwaukee Vincent. Hey, John, how you been? Hey, I've been doing great, Mike. Doing well. It's, it's, How are you doing? I'm doing Congratulations, good. Congratulations, by the way. I haven't uh, congratulated you since you had the gold ball up in the air. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, that was uh, that's a good way to walk out, you know, be done with it. Retire right after yeah. that. Uh, it was great. <laughs> hey, John, I'd love to know what, uh, what Tom Swiddle said to you to get you off the beach and get you back on the sidelines, brother. Well, the first thing he said when he called, and I was in Florida at the time, was, uh, are you sitting down? <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, well, we've been, we've been talking about this for a number of years, and obviously we spent a lot of time together on the field before this. So, yep. you know, we, uh, any chance, any opportunity for me to get back on the sideline with Tom was, you know, uh, was pretty exciting and so after talking it through and some of the logistics and you know obviously uh some of the challenges and uh, and then hearing you know just his his belief um you know his vision and what he wanted to do there just uh you know got me fired up i i think i i took less than 24 hours to call him back and and we were already starting to put some plans together. So it didn't take much. I guess that's the answer to the hey, question. Hey, John, you know, and, and Tom, I don't mean to, to cut you off, but J- John Lehman, if, if if you think about guys that have this servant leadership heart, not just talk about it, but actually live it, and now g- having a chance to, to give back, uh, I, I, th- I think that, that, that you're right, a 24-hour, okay, do I want to do this? I know it's a grind. But then start thinking about maybe some of the kids that you can affect and you can change and you can help in, in this journey of becoming a, a true student athlete. I think that had to be pretty exciting to you, John. Oh, 
It was the entire, it, it was really the whole package, uh, Mike, and you just described it perfectly. We, you know, obviously the, the love for football, the passion for, you know, the, the scheme and all of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's the experience that these kids take away from high school sports and, and high school generally. But, you know, the opportunity to, you know, the camaraderie and the stuff that, you know, lasts for the rest of their lives. And, you know, I think, and I'm, and I, I don't want to, you know, be overly um, insightful about this because I certainly have very little insight to, you know, the ecosystem there, but I, I think that just with, you know, just everything that the kids have been through over the last couple of years, and that could be an entire generation, you know, high school cycle for, for some of these kids, including, you know, COVID and, you know, just everything, um, you know, they may be missing out on a little bit. And we just, you know, thought that that was a great place to, you know, not just put in uh, a system and, you know, build process and, and all those good things, but, you know, to come in and make a difference. And, um, and, you know, you know, that's all we're trying to do as coaches, right? Yep. You bet Tom, what, a, you know, and I don't know who the first phone call, nor do I need to, but I'm sure that when you walked out of the Vincent building, John's, you know, John was at the top of your, your mind thinking, <laughs> okay, this is who I'm calling. When I walked out of, um, honestly, I, I visited uh, Vincent twice prior to making any decision. And um, again, the job wasn't even posted and you got it right. I said, you won't believe what parking lot I'm pulling out of. I think were my words, John, wasn't that what I said? Yeah. You know, like, I, think that was I, I literally, as I'm pulling out of the parking lot at Vincent, I'm calling John and asking him, are you sitting down? And, and you know, just so you know, the connection between John and myself, um, you know, John is, besides being a great coach and a WFCA Hall of Fame member and a part of so many successful teams at Milwaukee, Washington, with his brother Greg, um, John is my is I don't know how else to say it, my advisor, and and John and I have talked about other jobs that have come my way, and I you know I don't say John has talked me out of some things, but he's made me look at things from all angles, and um, so yes, I mean he literally was the first person that I called when this opportunity came up. You know, John is very cerebral. That's obvious just listening to him. And he's, he's really the smartest guy I know. And he could just put things in perspective like no other. And, um, you know, when John and I talked, it wasn't all football, Mike. It was academics. It was, you know, physical development. It was, you know, the total package. How can we do this, do it the right way, and really make a difference? And um, I will just say that if John Lehman did not want to be a part of this, I don't know that I would have done it, in all honesty. So I'm just so excited to be working with John again and him being a big part of this whole thing that's going to happen at Vincent. It's, you know, for me, I told you it felt right. I think it feels right for John, too. Well, the, and, and, and the part I think that's interesting is I've been on the sidelines. You know, I, I, with my 24, when, when Brookfield East is playing – and you're right, John is, is he's very kind of, and I don't know if inside he's jumping up and down, but on the outside he's very calm, right? And he's kind of looking yeah. at things, and, and so it's it's good to have that guy next to you saying, okay, hold on, relax, let's, let's look at what, okay, it's fourth and one. If we don't go for it, what, what happens if we do? To be able to have that guy next to you I think rather take some of the emotion out of it and let's look at the big picture he's the perfect fit to have next year in in especially this new endeavor that you're involved in yeah and he just does everything in such a manner for instance um he, he gave me something to read it's his quarterback development focus not only is he going to be the offensive coordinator but he's going to coach the quarterbacks and I read this thing and honest to god you would have thought it was written by Andy Reid I mean, it was like, <laughs> I mean, it was like unbelievable the thought that went into this quarterback development focus and the things he's going to do 
and it's not just football, it's everything. Because, you know, and John's son was my first quarterback at Brookfield East, and um, Jonathan now is coaching at Carroll, Carroll University, I think it is now, not Carroll College anymore. But, you know, and, and Jonathan graduated from West Point and played football and ran track there, or Jonathan did, excuse me. And, you know, it was just like the way that John developed Jonathan is how he's going to develop the people at at Vincent that play that position. Well, yeah. it's almost like, John, like you're not even on the air with us because we just keep talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like, but, I appreciate it, too. I'm, hey, I'm enjoying this. The, the one, hey, Swindle, <laughs> the one thing is you borrowed 20 bucks from me once and you didn't pay it back. No, he didn't. Uh, trust me. You know what? He would have given me 40 too, the huh? next. Yeah, you too. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, John, when, when you uh, talk to your family about this decision, um, everybody very supportive? Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, like I said, I was in Florida. I got off the phone, and, um, you know, we we enjoyed some time uh, down in Naples this winter and, you know, talked to my wife, Lenny, about it, you know, uh, immediately. She was in the room, actually, and kind of half listening to the conversation and kind of, I think, knew where it was going. Um, and, and, you know, we've kind of talked about it from time to time, like Tom said, with these other jobs that have kind of come up and um and she was you know i thought i think immediately thought it was just the perfect time uh for both of us and then of course i called jonathan and uh you know he couldn't be more excited this is the first in fact yesterday um and we we i went out to dinner with him after i left the clinic yesterday with uh his good friend out james and you know Alec took a picture of us and he sent it to me this morning and i thought you know that's it's funny because, first of all, it was Jonathan's first WFCA clinic, and uh, and then, but I, I thought it was the first time that we've ever both been active coaches at the same time. Wow! And you know, it's it's special. Um, you know, obviously, he's starting down his college football coaching path. So, yeah, we're we're able to just talk stuff. He he said, you know, he. In fact, he wanted me to order the whiteboard for the house right away so you know we could get over and get on it. And Man, it up, so. You got to love when your son's like, hey, you got to get the whiteboard and put it up now because we got stuff to talk about. I know. I said, you want me to, you want me to order it for you? And I know I'll get it. I'll get it. I can get it. Yeah, there you go. Hey, John, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. Um, congratulations. Absolutely, I'm really – I, I think uh, I think not only Coach Swiddle but but the whole Milwaukee Vincent community um, wins with you guys uh, taking over this football program, and uh, it'll be good to, to to see you on the sidelines again. And I look forward to having you on a number of shows, and and maybe I'll uh, get out to Milwaukee Vincent and catch a game. And uh, I'm just really great. happy that you guys uh, are doing this. And John, it's it's good to have you back. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate your time. You Go got Vikings. it. You bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to the defensive coordinator who's going to be at Milwaukee Vincent. And Duke will, uh, he will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation Wisconsin Football Coach Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is a head football coach at Milwaukee Vincent. That's gonna get, it's going to take me a couple weeks to get used to that. He is Tom Swiddle. Hey, Tom, our next guest is, is Duke O'Keefe Fetcher, defensive coordinator at Milwaukee Vincent. Give us a little background on Duke and, and why he was your choice. He was your choice as the defensive coordinator. We're going to try to get Tom Swiddle back. I guess we've uh, we've lost him, so I'll just go right to Duke. Hey, Duke, how you doing? We've lost them both. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about uh, about the Milwaukee Vincent. And uh, I know that talking to Coach Swiddle, he said, "Man, when when I was able to get uh, Duke Betcher to to agree to come over as a defensive coordinator." Um, it just made, again, kind of like the John Lehman uh, decision, made it easier because he's had a lot of success in, in, in coaching. 
And if we're going to take a program that has some potential and it's been down for a bit, I need to have the best staff that I can have and put together guys who have, who have fought in this battle before. They have fought in the city conference before, and it was easy. Once I got Duke to agree to come over as our defensive coordinator, things started to really kind of lay into place with the staff. And once I got Lehman and, and Duke ready, this is uh, t- uh, Coach Swiddle talking, it made the decision a little bit easier because here I had – you know, guys that I trust, guys that I've known for a while, guys with experience, Hello. and now we're able to do that. Are we joined by uh, by Duke? How you doing today, Coach? Great. I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, talk a little. First of all, congratulations. Um, you know, you this this coaching staff that Coach Swiddles put together. I I don't know how many years y'all have had you know, coaching football, but it's a lot. Can we talk a little bit about your background, how long you've been coaching, and where you coached? Sure. I, I just first got to give a shout out. I've been coaching softball for 20 years and we're in the softball season. So I have to give a shout out to my Greenfield softball girls and uh, also Rufus King softball girls. I've been so blessed to coach a phenomenal group of girls over the years. And I just I got to make sure I give a shout hey, out to them before co- I start talking. Football. Yeah. Hey, so, co- coach, how, how the, the hustling Lady Hawks, how they look this year? No, we're, we're looking pretty well. So great. Great group, very coachable. They're very hungry and stuff like that, and uh, really working hard. Um, great leadership. So I'm just, well, um, you, I'm you, very proud how things are going. And you know, coach, you look outside right now, and, and it just it just <laughs> yells softball to you, doesn't it? Oh man, I'm t- you guys might not be able to play for two weeks. I'm telling you, right, right, right. Oh, right, right. Are you and see- I, I, I also, I also want to just thank you um, for all the things that you do for. Uh, these student athletes over the years. Um, I grew up in Houston's Ford, and when when I played, there were four newspapers that covered us, and I was like, I just thought that was natural. And when I came to Milwaukee in the '90s, I was like, there's just so little coverage of, especially the like MPS kids and stuff like that. So I just think it's awesome when you take the time to interview kids and whatever it is for football yeah. basketball and I, like a few years ago you uh, interviewed a couple kids from Riverside where I was coaching and uh, I remember about 10 years ago you interviewed uh, George Akpan from King I don't know yep, if you remember I that do. but I I just I just saw him last uh, last year at a baseball game for King and just I mean he's just doing phenomenal working in business making great money and just uh, just really happy with how things are going in his life. And it's just, I think I, I really would like to credit you for just getting the word out that, Hey, there's some phenomenal things happening in the city. Duke, I, more than you can imagine uh, today, I, I, I've been a rough week with some of this. So I really appreciate um, you saying that. Thank you very much. Hey, let's talk a little bit. And I think we have coach, uh, we're going to continue to try to get coach Swiddle. So I'm okay with, with you and I chatting. Um, how long have you coached football and, and, and the decision to go in and join the staff with, with coach Swiddle and coach Lehman at Milwaukee Vincent, was it an easy decision for you? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've been breaking up. I don't know what's happening with my phone here, but uh, I think you asked how, with easy decision to coach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I really, uh, love what, uh, Tom stands for and, uh, how he he's for the kids and stuff like that. So that was super easy decision. I said to him, I go, I don't care what you want me to coach. I'll, I'll do whatever you would like. Uh, so I, yeah, that was, that, that took one second to make that decision. Hey, um, and then how long have you coached, uh, football? Um, I started in, uh, 1991. Um, actually I was at the football clinic and one of the people who really got me going into coaching, well, actually the first person was my brother, Greg, uh, he got me into coaching, but, um, someone that really helped me take it to the next level is, uh, UW lacrosse. I went to lacrosse and I saw um, Larry Terry at the uh, football clinic and I just talked to him for a while and, um, we, we used to meet like every other week and just talk football for an hour. I mean, he took time out of his own schedule. So he kind of got me started in coaching. Um, I started out in Houston's Ford. Um, Lee Brame was the head coach out there and I worked with, uh, Dan Simon, 
Uh, and then when I got a teaching job in Milwaukee, I was working at Marshall with uh, Jerry Golombieski. I saw him last night. Uh, then I got a teaching job at King. So I worked at with uh, Scott Hawkins, Terry Evans. Um, I worked with Tom Konowalski, uh, Stevie Kelvin at Marshall. And then I was with Pat. So I uh, just worked with a lot of good coaches over the years. You know, it's it's funny because uh, Tom and I had a couple of conversations um, about the Vincent job. And, and look, they've done – I've been out to that, that facility now, and it's really – it's a beautiful facility. Obviously, the city has, has spent some money to, to upgrade – you know, V house and, and, and what that car, what the turf looks like, what all of it, as you walk in, it's like, man, this, this is a really nice place to play. And now we got to get that, the kids in the building to buy in. Right. I mean, I think that's what the yeah. next step is and, and have those kids understand that, look, this is going to be a little different. You know, we've got some, some coaches that have a lot of experience. We're going to expect a lot as student athletes to be able to play on the Vincent football team. And I'm hoping, Coach, that, that you know, you guys can walk through the hallway and talk a bunch of athletes to come out and play football, um, not only just to be part of a football team, but all the lessons that you learn uh, being on a team, you know, wins, losses, being able to trust the guy next to you, you know, all of that, that, that the lessons you learn through the game of football, I think can take, you know, people throughout the rest of their lives. I mean, it really can. And I think you would agree with that. Oh yeah, totally agree. And um, I mean, obviously uh, you, you've talked to several of our stronger coaches too, but uh, some other coaches who are going to be coaching with us, like I, like I said, my brother Greg Betcher and Greg Love. I mean, these two coaches have been in the city for a long time, and I, I've been around a lot of good coaches. I, again, I was at the clinic, a lot of great coaches up there and stuff like that, but to me it takes a very special person to coach in MPS. I mean, these, these kids are pretty smart. I mean, they, they can sense when – there's fear when there's basically racism, uh, whether you like them or not. Uh, they, they, you can't fake with these kids. And to me, you won't find two people better than Greg Love and Greg Betcher at coaching. They know the game and they they love these kids and kids know that stuff. So and, you know, I, wherever I've been, I, I usually surround myself with those two and and just other people behind the scenes that are going to do stuff for us like. Megan Weber, Sarah Hemileski, Dan Simon, Kevin Petrowski. They're going to do things for us behind the scenes. And it's just, it's going to make it great, a great experience for these kids. I mean, I, I've known some of these kids already. They're just, they're great kids, they're very coachable, and they're just very hungry. They're just ready uh, for that success that I think we're, we're going to give them. Hey Duke, I could not agree with you more. They, um, I've coached uh, in the city for a long time and I think Within, I, I maybe longer than fifteen minutes, but it seems fifteen minutes. Um, kids, kids, and I think kids from all areas know quickly if the guy who is talking about stuff doesn't really believe it, right? If guys are talking exactly. about, look, we're a team. You know, it's all about the team. It's not about wins and losses. They know pretty quickly if if adults are lying to them, especially oh, yeah. a, a coaches and. Look, when you lay it on the table and say, okay, this is what we're about, and then you walk the walk, that makes a big difference. It takes a little while for them to, you know, there, there's some some trust factors uh, that if they don't know you and you're coming in from a different neighborhood, th- there's some trust factors. Okay, d- do they really have my back? Well, then all of a sudden when they find out, yeah, he's got my back. Then that's when you start seeing the light bulbs go off and these kids starting to just play like crazy. And I, I think it's going to be an eye-opening experience the first couple of days at camp when these kids show up and they're like, "Wait, hold on a second, we didn't, we never worked this hard. We didn't have to work this hard last year." Right. But when they start seeing the success, man, it, it it's going to just turn everything that has happened last couple of years. I think at Vincent, though they've. You know, I knew their coach, and I thought he was he was trying as hard as he could. Um, I really believe that. Uh, but I'll tell you this: this is a whole different animal when you have when you have the kind of staff that you guys have put together. Right. No, I agree. I mean, 
whether it's in the classroom, softball diamond, football field, if kids know that you're going to go an extra mile for them, uh, usually uh, they they'll they'll reach your standards or that you basically set. So um, yeah, I just think that's you set high standards. You you uh, not just say that you love them, but actually show that you love them and respect them and want what's best for them. They they usually uh, excel up to your your expectations. Hey, Duke, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. He is Duke O'Keefe Betcher's defensive coordinator at Milwaukee, Vincent. And, uh, man, get uh, get some sleep because, you know, once this football season comes around, it's going to be <laughs> tough. And good luck to the, the hustling Lady Hawks. Yeah, all right. I appreciate all that you do. Thank you. Hey, Duke, thank you. We're going to get to a break. We had an issue with the phone line, so we're going to try to – Try to get two guests on at the same time, and and uh, I know that Tim's going to work on that. This is the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Majerus Family Foundation, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Hopefully, we got these phone lines figured out. We're now joined, WFCA Hall of Fame member, member of the WFCA Grant Committee, Don Kensinger. Hey, Don, how you doing? Excellent. I had to bail a little bit earlier from the clinic this morning because of the weather. I was going to go to the football practice, but I'm sitting in Eau Claire, you know, waiting for whatever you got for me, Tom. Hey, I hope uh, we're joined by Tom Swiddle as well. Tom, sorry about that. I had a little problem with the phone lines. Hey, um, no problem. Hey, Tom, I can tell you that, that Duke Betcher's excited to be part of that Vincent staff, and he was a really good guest, so thank you for that. You bet. He's a fantastic coach, too, and, and uh, I, can't, I can't wait to get to work with him. Yeah, he's uh, he's excited. He also wanted to talk a little Lady Hawks uh, softball. So we got we got the Hustling Hawks girls softball program talked about for a minute, and then moved right over to to, to Vincent football. Uh, hey Don, uh, first of all, I'm glad that you got out. It's snowing pretty good uh, in Madison, or what? Yeah, it was snowing this morning, and then you know with the temperature being around 32 degrees, 34, you just never know once you get on the highway and that. So it wasn't too bad. A little slippery in the Dells area, but it's not too bad up in the Eau Claire area. Sun's coming out now, so beautiful. Hey Tom, let's uh, let's talk about um, the WFCA Grant Committee that Don's on. Can you talk a little bit about what that committee is and and what their 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 mission statement and what they try to accomplish? Sure. Our WFCA grant is something we um, had for the first time in 2019, and because of you know what's been going on, and, and we haven't had a clinic and you know other things. So you know it's funded by the WFCA, and and we've taken two years off because of everything that's been going on, but we're bringing it back. So the the purpose of the WFCA grant is to supplement high school uh, football budgets and. Um, you know, there's an emphasis written into the grant on the health and safety of the of the player. So the, the grant is not intended for items that are typically covered in the budget. So, for instance, it's not for buying helmets or shoulder pads or for coaches' salaries or transportation or something like that. Instead, it's for things that that programs could really benefit from if they had it but simply can't afford to have it because it's, you know, one of those budget items that isn't covered in a typical budget. So it's an idea by the WFCA to give back to uh, member schools and to help them out in in an area uh, that they normally wouldn't have been able to do. Hey, um, and what a great thing for the WFCA to do. Hey, Don, as a member of the, the WFCA grant committee, is your job then to to look at the applications from the schools um, and and decide where the money is best spent? Yeah, that's that's pretty much what my big part is with the committee and that. And I can tell you firsthand, I'm a witness to some of the schools that have gotten the grant, and it's just phenomenal. I mean, it takes away from, you know, I look at it this way: the fundraising that we have to do additional to get these other supplies to help things. And I've witnessed 
schools like Bruce, Wisconsin, getting an ice machine. They have no ice at the school. They have to go to the grocery store daily. I've witnessed schools like Gluck, small school that didn't have sideline jackets, and they're in the playoffs every year, and these kids are on the sidelines freezing. So that's another health issue. I've witnessed schools that all their money and budget goes towards shoulder pads and helmets, so they can't pick up a tackling dummy or a tackling wheel that shows proper tackling technique and you know, prevents the concussions that are out there. Hey, Tom, where uh, the money that goes into the grant program, that that comes from uh, the, the fundraising that the WFCA does? Well, it comes from our, our sort of our, our general budget. So, you know, uh, clinic monies, um, you know, just all the things that, that generate the, the banquets, um, you know, whatever generates money for the WFCA, um, and you know we have a we have a our bank account. We have you know accountants that that you know monitor everything we do as an association. Because you can imagine just the All Star Game, how much money comes in with the All Star Game that we have to account for. So um, it, it's just uh, it's money that's just sort of there. It's part of our our general budget, if you will, and it's an attempt on our part to to spread the wealth. Um, give back to football in the state of Wisconsin in a you know we think a very healthy way. Hey hey Don I'm uh, I'm online and and I would think that that grant grant application will be updated um, soon and, and when when schools coaches and does it need to come from the coach or does it come from the principal of the school who who, who would you recommend fills out that grant application. Well, the head coach is the only one that should be filling it out. Okay. And the problems in the past were the AD has and the head coach, but we just want the head coach to fill that out. And I just want to reiterate, you know, I've never seen a program like the WFCA giving back as much as they do. I mean, it's it's one of the best in the nation, and I'm I'm proud to be part of it just because of the effort that they do to, to make high school programs that much better in the state. Hey, hey, Tom, I think, I don't know when the grant program, was it started in 2019? Yeah, the first year was 2019. Actually, where it came from, um, Dan Brunner, John Hulk, and myself, we meet with our accounting firm every June. And after the meeting um, in 2018, we were talking about, geez, you know, we've got this money. And it's kind of just sitting there. You know, what can we do with it? And that's where the, you know, the, the seeds of the grant program were, were sold was, was after one of our meetings with our, our accounting. And you know, just to put in perspective, um, in 2019, we had 46 schools that were eligible for it. Uh, we had many more that applied, but you know, they didn't all meet the criteria. And um, so we, the first year, we, we awarded grants to 46 schools to, to a total of over $96,000. Wow. So this year we've got $50,000 set aside. Um, grants are up for up to $3,000, but requests less than $3,000 will certainly be uh, considered. And there's, you know, some criteria that we go through, you know, and, and what Don has to, with the other committee members have to decide, but they have to give information such as, you know, what is your yearly budget? And we want to work with schools who have smaller budgets, you know, so we're not looking about, you know, some big affluent school that, you know, has, can buy whatever they want because their budget is such. But we're looking at these schools who are scraping along that maybe have a $2,000 budget that they work with yearly and anything over $2,000 they're fundraising for, you know, so... There are things that are, are being looked at, and not everybody that applies this year is going to get a grant, but the tough decision for the committee is to, to select those schools who are truly the most needy and that have the right things that they would like to purchase. And they also have to tell you on the application what they – they have to itemize what they're, what they're getting. You know? And um, so there's a lot of information on that application, and I heard you and Don talking about this, but to be clear – you know, after the clinic, so when this is over, um, it'll be posted on the application. The only way you can apply is online. You'll find that on the WFCA website. Um, the application deadline is May 2nd, and then the, the committee is going to make those tough decisions, and they're going to let the school, schools know by May 23rd um, who has been awarded a grant. 
So I have, um, and just so you guys know, I've I've gone on that page, and um, I I can't. The it still has the WFC grant right. application two nineteen. So I I, right. I would it assume it hasn't been updated yet. Okay, We're gonna good. Do that, and we we told the coaches. I mean, we've talked about it at the business good. meeting. It was talked about before every session, and yes, it's going to be the the new grant application. Perfect. Will be live on Monday. There, there you go. So, guys, if if you're listening to this and you think, boy, this is something that we need to do at our school because we are really in need of this, I I, I would definitely go then to WIFCA, go to the the uh, the website, go to resources. WFCA grants is the first thing that comes up, and you can fill that out. Hey, Don, how difficult is it to go through? And and there's going to be some schools you're going to have to say no to. This year, that's got to be a really difficult thing for for you and the committee. Well, yeah, it is a difficult thing, but you got to realize that the schools can apply, you know, next year and the year after. And, and if you do get the grant, that it's every three years. So, it, you know, if they're not going to get it this year, more than likely they'll they'll get it to the next year. And and then, you know, a comment that I want to make that, you know, a feather in the hat to the WFCA. They've always been the front runner when it comes to safety, especially with these concussions protocol and now the the heart situations that they're talking about we've always been the front runner with the wia and nationally and this is just another feather in our cap that this is what we want to do we want to make football or get the word out to kids that are playing football and parents in the community that we're doing our part to make this game safer by (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.